Carlene. Hi, Alma. Our audio is like totally <laughs> fucked up right now. <laughs> I I can't deal with this. I can't See, deal with it. I, I It's just like a movie yes. where it's out of sync. So the pre- the person's lips are moving. Right. But the audio is ahead of the lips. It's the weirdest fucking thing. I'm sorry. I had to take my headphones off. And that was a problem we had last time as I took my headphones off at the beginning. So I didn't Did even you realize. You puffing? No. Puff, puff, puffing? No. My throat. No. <laughs> no, because right. I don't have my headphones on, so I can't hear you. Oh, should I have your earphones on? It's not an EVP. EVP. E V E V E V P P E V P All right. So just so you guys know for some context here, we're I'm at Carlene's house. We're like 6 feet apart. We're very far apart. We're very far apart. We've been practicing social distancing Watch. like good girls. Very good. I th- I think you're gonna need to hold it. You're gonna need to fondle it. If I'm going first, you have to be able to find your thing and read my, it. My papers. <laughs> my, oh, oh my god, I'm gonna need. More In your life. writing, yeah, you're gonna need more. Life. Oh, I meant to light those candles. Here, hold on. How was your week, anyways? I mean, it was good. Was they, it? You know, you were kind of my therapy, my therapist. We're going stir crazy. We're we're literally going stir crazy. Seriously. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> But I just got done telling Alma about every little fly seeing my house and every extra crumb from the extra guests in my house. Like some of you probably are dealing with trying to homeschool your kids right now. So <laughs> I, I guess we don't have too much room to talk. Like I was I was reading somebody's no uh, post no, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad my kids are grown. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh my god! There's no way. You, Just the Con- math part. No, poor Connor. He got to a point, and then it was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, honey. I hope you understand this because I can't help you." And then, <laughs> thank God, he knew all of it and was able to help Aiden and Allie. Right. Yeah, I kind of used Isaiah in the same way. Yeah, when it finally got to the high school math, I think past sophomore year, I was just like done. I was oh, done. No. I was Good. done. Fifth grade and I was fourth grade and I was done. Thank God for the internet because I would look stuff up. But the worst yeah. part was, yeah. you know, the stuff that you do know and that you felt very confident with, they yeah. were doing math in a completely different way by the oh, time my kids were going. Yeah. All of it. Even simple math. Yeah. They changed. And it didn't matter that you were coming up with the same no. answer. No. They had to show their work in that whatever. I don't even know the name of it anymore. Like no. I can't even remember the my name of it. My kids would be like, I'd say... Wait, we're getting the same thing. Why don't we? Why aren't you doing it this way? Because my teacher says, "Yeah, we have to do it yeah, this that would way. be the frustration." Yeah. So I can't even imagine what you guys are going through right now. <laughs> I mm. feel for you. I genuinely feel for you right now. Yeah, I saw it by my mom. Bye bye, Samai. Okay. By my mom's house, people have signs in their yards about teachers. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Appreciation? Kind of like the parent being the teacher and then something about... I don't know if it was in support of teachers or if it's in support of parents being teachers right now. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I got out of it. (laughs) Parents being teachers. They're trying. I'm telling you. Now you know that you got some badass kids. It's not the teachers. 
<laughs> all, all I know is the people who didn't respect the teachers or think they deserved raises or whatever, they're going to have a whole new outlook now. And then the people that... Uh, imagine did, having 36 of those little shits to teach. Yes. And the people that did respect the teachers and were like, give them raises, are going to be like, give them more. Right. I mean... Red I for was, Ed is going to have a whole different... Yeah. <laughs> A whole different audience now. Yeah. You'd hope. (laughs) I'll tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy being cheesy. Mm -mm. Well, I have a whole different thing. Like, I'm dealing with these puppies, and they're driving me freaking nuts. (laughs) It feels good to, like, get out of the house and come over here, even if, like, you and I are, like, going through all this rigmarole of trying to stay far apart. (laughs) And my, well, I have enough couches. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, there's, like, couches, (laughs) wall-to-wall couches in your house. (laughs) Maybe I'll make that a new design thing. Hey, well, when you have your house of couches, I'll have circle. Oh, circle! You have more than enough room. I am keeping like one of these in there, and it's just it might look ridiculous, but everybody will have a place. Hell yeah, a comfy place. Right now we can't have circle though; it's a little weird. No, well, not I'm gonna not in the same way. Yeah, Yeah. zoom, 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 zoom. I can barely figure it out. The other day, I was talking to my niece, my great niece, grand niece, grand niece, no, great niece, great niece, yeah, and my niece, and then my other niece, but I couldn't figure it out. Really? I mean, Allie was here. She helped me figure it out. (laughs) So I just, I hope we can figure it out. You will. All right, darling, do you want to get to it tonight? (laughs) After you blow your nose? (laughs) This wine heats me up and makes my nose. Oh my God. Okay. So can I just tell you, I was at Winco today and (laughs) I'm walking through Winco. And so Albert has the N95 masks for what he does, like the kind of business that he's in. He has. Right. um, So he's a surgeon. Yes. He's a surgeon. (laughs) He is a surgeon of vehicles. Yeah. (laughs) He'll make it look pretty. Yeah. If it needs surgery. He does does body work. Yeah. He does body work. (laughs) Oh, so anyways, he has a box in there and I went and grabbed some before I went to the store and I'm walking through the store and people are looking at me like I'm crazy, number one. But little do they know underneath this mask, my fucking nose is just running like crazy <laughs> and it's itching and I'm just like, oh, it's, you know what the hardest thing is like if your nose is running is not to touch your oh, the, nose, yeah, like just to try face. and like deal with it. And I went through all of Winco, which Winco is not a small place to go through. You'd like have to go through all the aisles. And my nose was running the whole fucking time. I was just like, oh my God. So I get to the car and I like pull off the mask (laughs) and like I almost touched my face. Uh, I almost touched my face. No. My poor elbow got it. I got home and had to, I feel like I have to scrub down. Yes. As soon as I walk in the door. From the store? Yeah. Yeah. No, every time I go to the store, don't touch my face. And I feel like I itch everywhere. All of a sudden, because you can't touch your face. So all of a sudden, I feel like I have to scratch my face. So I don't know about you, but I have resting bitch face, especially when I'm at the store. I don't know if I do. I've never been accused of it. No, I I have it. Oh, (laughs) I have it really bad. My kids have accused me of it. They're like, oh, my God. It looks like you're giving people dirty looks. I have stupid ass bitch face. I'm like, dumbass. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? face oh you do i have i duh face i have i can't hide a motherfucking thing on this fucking face really <laughs> so give anyway. me it oh yeah you look like you're tired of me 
Like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I'm walking through the store and okay, so like people can only see my eyes. Yeah. That's good. So right? I don't know how that translates. Like, because people say you smile with your eyes, and I'm trying to smile at smile. people, and people are, all, of course, you can't like without without your mouth. There's no context. Well, so like I could just look like I'm squinting at oh, them. No, you didn't do that, did you? I did because I'm so no, I'm trying to smile like, at people. It looks like you're saying get the fuck. Oh, that that's that's yeah. But that looks like you're in pain. <laughs> crazy looks for yeah. people i'm like okay translating here through yeah, this like, mask oh i'm in pain underneath this mask my <laughs> i nose just want to go running. home my nose is running <laughs> and if you did this it takes so much concentration not to touch my face like yeah, i have too. to literally say it like a mantra as i'm going through places like when i went to PetSmart last <laughs> week <laughs> don't touch my face don't touch uh-huh. your face don't touch your face don't touch your face don't touch your face don't touch your face oh fuck i almost touched my face <laughs> <laughs> Mine is don't touch your face. It itches really bad. Don't touch your face. Is my nose running? I have to touch my face. Right. Don't touch your face. But it itches. How do you not scratch? Don't touch your face. Yeah, on the way I back to from touch my face. Pet Smart last week, <laughs> I had one of those fucking rock boogers mm. like in my nose. Oh. <laughs> that's just there. <laughs> it feels like you have a rock in your nose. <laughs> And I could do nothing about it because I needed to get home to wash my hands because I didn't have any hand sanitizer in the car. Oh, my God. I carry hand sanitizer in my purse. I haven't been able to find I'm almost out. Yeah, I'm almost out. But my neighbor next door, she made some with some alcohol and aloe vera plant. Do you have aloe vera? I I have a shit ton of aloe vera. Yes. She gave me a bottle. I have un chingo de aloe vera. If you make some with your aloe vera. I have a clear. No, I'll bring the alcohol. You supply the aloe vera. Well, Everclear is alcohol. It's like 100 proof. Okay, I, I have... Rubbing alcohol. Oh, you have alcohol. alcohol. Oh, I'm a little slow here. Sorry. Oh, Lord, help us tonight. Jeez. All right. So maybe we should get to it before <laughs> Carlene falls asleep on me. I keep yawning. I think it's this wine, but I barely drank any. So we're switching up. We're switching up again. Carlene is Wait. taking the true crime. First, let's talk about this wine. Okay. It's called It's called Boom Boom. You can read it. Boom Boom. It's a Syrah 2015 Washington State. Maybe that's why it tasted like that. And it has like the pic- a picture of like a cartoonish bomb on it. It says boom, boom. Let me boom, tell boom. you, when we first took our initial sip, it was a bit shocking. It tastes like dirt. She said dirt. Dirt. <laughs> I did. But once we like let it air, people, let your red wine air out, right? Absolutely. Anyway, if it tastes bad, give it a second chance. Because once we let it air out, I even made a different drink yeah she she like started digging through her stuff to try and find us something else to drink and then she came i was like no i like now it's starting to open up it tastes fine it's like she's like you're always nice to wine <laughs> like no it tastes much better like after it's opened yeah. up and so she came and sat down and drank it and she's like mm. Mm. it's not bad it's not Ooh. bad it even has like a a little cherry taste to it before yeah. it had dirt boom 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 Maybe that's the boo. Anyway, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my best friend, like literally like every like 
comment that she puts on Facebook, like <laughs> to anything, to anything that I that she comments on, it's always all boom, boom, boom. Well, take boom. a picture of that. Oli. Boom. I am going to take a picture and I'm yeah, going to send it send to her. send that to her. Hi, Oli. You could um, <laughs> send her some of that and just make sure you send a note that says, let it air. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Let, let it air. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like a 15-year-old joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, now. All right. Yes, we are switching up. We are switching up. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. So you're taking the true crime. I'm taking yes. the ghost story, yeah. which means that you get to go first. Yeah. Are you going to show me up? Like your last one really showed me up, but I won't do them super scary. No. <laughs> wow. That was really loud. Wow. I heard that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are so giggly tonight. We are daily. Um, I mean, we've been here for a couple hours. I was looking for something and I didn't want to do anything. I did find a story and but and I remembered the story from like something I watched. But as I started like reading it more, there was like too much of a evil demonic presence. Don't like, bring that shit in my house. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll do it some other time because yeah. right now we need something like more lighthearted. That's what I think. I think we need lighthearted yeah. stuff. What I are mean, you watching mine, right now? Mine's super light. It's not. Did you watch Celebrity <laughs> Ghost Stories? Did you find it? Um, I found it. Yeah. Well, I found Celebrity Ghost Stories, and then there was the one with Kim Russo. Yeah. And that one, it wouldn't let me in. Oh, man. I started watching it. It was really good. I don't pay the big bucks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. Well, Fubo is free. I think it's free. What? Yeah, I think it's free. I think it's free. What's it called? Fubo. Yes, I it, saw that. It's on Roku. Okay. If, so if you I go can, in there, you I'll yeah. that. I'll yeah, love that. I, I feel like my lips are super lazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> you would think we were high on something, but it's not. We've been sitting here a couple hours. Right. We have been. I mean, I just talking because we haven't like yeah. seen each other, seen each other for like a few weeks. Uh-huh. We were downloading. We were totally downloading. Yeah. And I mean, I, I made that whiskey drink pretty strong. Right. And then I just like was guzzling it, not realizing, oh, I'm drinking alcohol. So I was telling uh, Carlene in the last episode when I was <laughs> oh editing, God. it sounded like she was slurping. <laughs> it was not. She, because she literally had a cup with a straw with ice in it. Yeah. And so the ice was like shaking around. So if you think that she's slurping on something, she's not. The ice is like shaking around. What I kept doing, though, was grabbing that big gulp drink. When it was right in the mic. (laughs) It was right in the mic. I just kept grabbing it and you could hear the ice for every time I was grabbing it and then taking. I really was drinking the shit out of it because it didn't taste like alcohol just as so yummy and then i was like well for a minute there i was trying to catch up with you because you were pre-gaming right and then i'm like oh i gotta hurry up and then i'm like this is so good so the whole time you're doing your story right i'm like slurping away and then i could tell like i was so obnoxious (laughs) no you weren't yeah you think you were but i don't think you were I mean, I was I was super into your story. I know that. I was asking a fuck ton of questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You were yeah. into it. I mean, I was. It was. That was an interesting story. What was that about again? The Jamesons. <laughs> <laughs> See how you are. 
<laughs> See how you are. Ah, hilarious. All right, uh, guys. Well, right. we're ready. If you're listening along and you're still quarantined, you know, you might want to grab a glass of wine or your favorite drink and just kick back or and do some shots and catch up to us. Catch up to us. Since, you know, if you can't get out and hang out with your friends, you can hang out with us right now. Yeah. I mean, why not? We'll be your friends. Yeah. You can talk to us and everything. Here, I'll answer you. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Are you serious, girl? No. You should not be taking that shit. No. Not at all. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all girl. Right, all right, what all is right. your... Okay. So, I'm true, true crime. And mine's kind of like a twofer. But... So, you, wait. Can I just sidebar? Of course. You know when you came in and I was watching that lady? Oh, the YouTube... The, was yeah, it the vlogger. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was YouTube. Well, I was thinking, I wonder if it's haunted there. At the chicken coop? Yes. So I what was the is. chicken coop about? What is, is that, okay. well, does that have there. something to do with your story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Okay. So anyway, when they were going there, I was like, oh my God, this could be like, I wonder if they have hauntings there. Right. Because I know they do tours at, I thought they did tours at his house. Huh. Anyway, okay, so now we'll catch all of you up. (laughs) Okay, I'm kind of starting with a little boy. Okay. His name is Walter Collins. Do you Mm. know? Did you see this movie? That's the one with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Oh, God. What's the name of the movie? C-H... Changeling. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. Anyway, yeah, Changeling. Anyway, you guys should rent the movie or wait till it's free. I don't know, but it's free. You've already watched it. You know where we're going with this. Yeah. All right. Anyway, the movie is about, and it's a true story, and this is where we're starting, and then I'm going to roll it into some more. Okay. Okay. The Disappearance of Walter Collins. Walter was a nine-year-old little boy. So some of this, when I was researching, I'm super glad that I saw the movie because some of this, when I was researching, I was like, was the mom on crack? What the fuck was she thinking? I don't care what day and age it was. Why would you let your nine-year-old do this? So on May 10th, 1928 is when... Walter disappeared. Okay. He set off to go see a movie. That's what they said. Okay. So things that I was researching said that he he was nine years old and he went to go to a movie. And then it also said that his mom didn't search for him for five days. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's not what I... Excuse me. <laughs> but anyway, that's not what I got. <laughs> I love how they have no idea that I just have did another. that. But. Just hey, fun. how about we have a drinking game here? And every time Carlene says, "Did you hear that?" <laughs> and you take a drink. Excuse me. <laughs> it could be coffee. We don't care. Yeah, take a drink. We'll get you wasted at nine <laughs> o'clock in the morning. The neighbors will be talking. Throw, throw a little Irish cream in there. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that some of the stuff I was watching was saying that this nine-year-old little boy. Went to a movie and he didn't return home and that his mom did not report him missing for five days. But then other things that made more sense and the movie, the movie explained a lot and then it matched up with other things that I was watching was his his mom had told him that they would go to a movie and she got called in to work. Okay. And so she had a neighbor that was going to be watching him and... <laughs> Excuse me. 
Okay, just kidding. <laughs> you could drink. Anyway, so she went to work. When she came home, her son was missing. And then she tried to call it in. And this, I believe 100%, she tried to call it in. And the LAPD said, we won't do anything unless they're missing for 24 hours. Because so often kids are like at a friend's house or they're hiding or whatever but how old is he he's nine okay Mm, right if he was 13 or 14 maybe nine yeah and she's like crying and telling him please just come my son wouldn't do this you know but they weren't listening i mean they really dropped the ball through the whole thing right but i think it caused some change for the LAPD because of all of this. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to get into them, but we're, you know, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, this story where, this is before I saw the movie that I wrote down and I was talking about five days later, but that's not true. Anyway, the mom worked for like a telephone company, you know, like an operator, you know, back then. Right. How they plugged it in. Oh, yeah. I love how I think people can see me. Yeah, I <laughs> see her plugging in, pretending to plug. Yeah. Plug the line. Give her another glass of Well, wine. and they'd be like, hey, operator, can I have 315? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's. Let me connect you right now. Hey, did you ever watch Lily Tomlin? And she do. One ringing dingy. Yeah. Yeah. Two ringing dingy. <laughs> This is your operator. <laughs> I love that. Okay. It's, it says here that she reported her son on March 15th. That's not true. It's all March 10th, 1928. He was missing. The city itself was very traumatized by another murder of this Marion Parker, only three months earlier, who was only 12 years old. The city itself was really having a hard time with the whole police. Um, It's kind of like how we are right now. You know how people are with the way... (laughs) Did you hear that? (laughs) I did not. Okay, drink. (laughs) Anyway, I I mean, I guess in my opinion, it never stopped. But back in the 20s, 1928, it was corrupt in a different way, the LAPD. Right. And they were going through a huge... I mean, the trust was, okay, so look, they could just throw women into an insane asylum for no reason. And they did. They threw this woman in an insane asylum. Really? Yeah, because, okay, so I'll get to it. But I mean, that's how fucked up they were. Right. Like they could just do whatever they want and didn't have to answer anybody. Women didn't have a lot of rights back then. Not as many rights as they do now. Right. Like your husband could say that you're insane and... I love how I clear my throat right in the mic. (laughs) Hold on. There we go. (laughs) Anyway, at this point in time, they were under... The microscope of, okay, so there was a radio guy and he had like a a huge following and he was like in a church. He's the reason why she got the help she did. Right. Like he really rallied up the troops. Did he? Yeah. And it's because he, he really organized a lot of the protests. And stuff for like revamping the the whole system department yeah so if it, I, I truly believe if it if it wasn't for him none of what happened what was for his her, name i don't remember <laughs> so watch the movie <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't expect you to ask that. Sorry. And, but he even got her a lawyer. Really? Yeah. I didn't know any of this. None of this was in my research. Clint Eastwood did the research. <laughs> Thanks, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I hate it when I don't follow my notes because then I have to find my place. So he was missing for five days. Then she reports him missing. Oh, okay. So she when she goes to the police, they finally decide that they'll do a report and they'll send out a nationwide bulletin Okay. with his description. And I mean, actually, they had a bulletin that went all the way up to San Francisco, they said. But actually, the search, people were hearing about it nationwide. I mean, all over the place. Um, and then, oh, it says one tipster even said they spotted a boy. Oh, oh, how weird is this? They spotted a boy at a Glendale gas station, Glendale, California. Right. Gas station. Uh, his face was showing, but he was all wrapped in newspaper. His whole body was wrapped in newspaper. That's fucking weird. Right? What? Okay, whatever. Is that a 1928 thing? Super bizarre. And anyway, yeah, did I tell you where this was? It was in California. Yeah, I talked about LAPD. Okay. Anyway, the police searched for months. They were showing his face and the description and everything. Okay, so clearly people know what he looks like, right? Right. Well, you would think anyway. But they ended up getting a call from Illinois. And shoot, I can't remember the name of the place. But anyway, it's a little town in Illinois. August. In August of 19. 28 okay they go and they pick up this uh, little kid who says he's walter and as soon as christine has him brought back she paid 70 dollars to have him brought back to la she's like that's not my son as soon as she sees him she's like that's not my son but the police officer his name is jj i have his name on here jj jones captain J.J. Jones was the captain. Anyway, they keep telling her, yes, that's your son. You're just traumatized. You're upset. Okay, I think... You would know your kid, right? Right. I mean, you gave birth to the kid. Mm -hmm. (sighs) How are you going to tell a mother... That that's not their kid. That you're crazy. This is your kid. You don't know what your kid looks like. That's what they totally did. So they're like, okay, well, they have all the press there. Right. So what happened was, let me give you a little backstory on this kid. This kid, his his mother died. He lived with his dad and his stepmom that he didn't like. So he ran away. So this is the other kid. The kid that is is supposedly Walter, but it's not Walter. Okay. Okay, so... That's just that backstory. Okay. He ends up in Iowa and he, something happens in this. What what they show in the movie is that he's there with his dad. His dad leaves him there and he owes the diner money. So he's like, all right, here, I'll leave my dad. My son is collateral. What? Yeah. What kind mm-hmm. of fucked up shit is that? And then he's like, if I'm not back in 10 minutes, call the police. What? Well, he didn't come back for like three hours. So they call the police and they're like, what's your name? I don't know how this kid knew to say Walter. I think everybody else was saying he looks like Walter. Uh So he just caught on and was like, yeah, cool. I'm Walter. I don't want to go back to that piece of shit. Right. Which he couldn't stand his stepmom and he didn't want to go back there to his dad. That's crazy. 
I mean, I guess I wouldn't want to either. But actually, the the main reason, shoot, I'm jumping way yeah. ahead. But okay. so anyway. she she realizes it's not her son. She from the get go, and the and the from the get go, and then then the the bit 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 and a bit. Oh, so anyway, okay, the But anyway, <laughs> they keep telling her they're doing photo ops and stuff. They have all the media there, so LAPD. They don't want to be embarrassed. So they're like, no, ma'am, you're just traumatized. This of is your son. that's your son. Take him home. Try him out. That's, that's exactly what they said. <laughs> Take him home and try him out. <laughs> that's what they said. So she's like. He might just ease your broken heart. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just let this, you know, she took him home. So she take okay, get this. She takes him home. And every, it, it seemed like every so often or once a week or whatever, she would measure him on the wall. Uh-huh. You know how you mark him? Yeah. So she has him against this kid. Uh-huh. And he's taller or he's shorter. <laughs> he's like three inches shorter than his last measurement she's like yeah you're not my that's kid. not my son well then whoa, whoa. okay okay hold on she said she knew that before because there's no way she's she already like, knew yeah she knows but she, she it's kind of to this point where somebody's somebody's got to take care of this kid though right. please don't give a shit so she's like you have you know dirt on your face from the ch- train ride go take a sh- Go take a bath. So he slips, falls, whatever. Somehow she ends up in there. She sees he's not circumcised. Or that he is circumcised. And her son's not. My son's not circumcised. Now, how would you know that? Right. So she me- immediately goes in and she's like, this isn't my kid. Like, and he's, the police officer was like, uh, you're very distraught. You're very, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Just being patronizing. Yeah, he's like, ma'am, he was ab- abducted. He was found with a derelict. How do you know something horrible didn't happen to him? Like, so this cr- person that had him Shrunk circumcised him, him and, and circumcised. Oh, no, you know, the reason for him being short. Uh-huh. They had a doctor come and tell her that the reason her son was short was because, um, you know, basically stress, like when trauma, right. when a kid is traumatized, their spine will shrink. That's what they told her. What the hell? Yeah, I'm not kidding. And so she's like, you people are crazy. This is not my kid. This is it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let me see if I'm on track because I'm I've gone all over the place. I'm not even following my notes. But I don't want to leave anything out. Uh yeah, because next okay, this is what I'm talking about. This police officer had so much power that after insisting, like she kept going back. This isn't my kid. This like her main thing was if you're not if this isn't my kid, then please keep searching for my kid. She, right. She right. was a smart This isn't my lady. kid. This isn't my kid. My kid's still out there. Yes. Find my kid. That's what she kept saying. She was like, she even like realized like, hold up. I'm going to piss them off. Let me step back for a minute. I'm a woman. They're men. Right. I live in a man's world. Like she I- realized what she was. Do- oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll get to that. She there's so much to this right she realized what she was doing while she was talking to him and it's like she understood the mind game right and so she would be like listen i understand you're doing everything you can to, you know you've done everything you can blah blah blah." she would like 
cushion their ego. Right. Then I really appreciate everything you've done, but this child isn't mine. Like my kid is this or that, or my kid has round brown eyes. This kid doesn't. Like his description doesn't work. And so then they were like. Making it look like you don't care for your own son. That's what he said. He said, you don't care. And he said, you just, I'm trying to think of the word or the word that he used. I know I have it on here. But anyway, he basically was saying that she didn't, she didn't want to be a mother. That's what he told her. You just want to get out of your motherly duties that you, you don't want to be a mom and the responsibility is too great for you. And you're just trying to waste a lot of it. Wow. And she's, she's like, what the F? Are you kidding? No, I want you to find my child like i don't know who this kid is right but anyway it's it's so frustrating it was frustrating reading all of this but then watching, watching the movie it. yeah Oof. angelina jolie good... reach through the tv and just like strangle the cops yeah she did a good job um anyway the i wrote that the the police were desperate to close the case because the public pressure was so so intense like the public was just all over him isn't that always the case though yeah when they rush through something and it ends up it's being usually botched because they just want to hurry up and close the case and the wrong person gets like they want to win crime they just want to win yeah i mean i mean good publicity want... that they found this kid right i mean was this kid lost <laughs> no yeah he just anyway. wanted to get out of a bad situation. He really wanted it. He wanted to go to L.A., to Hollywood. The little boy, his intention. He said, I just wanted to come to Hollywood to meet Mix. What was this guy's name? It was this cowboy. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but his name is... It was some famous cowboy back then that he wanted to meet. Okay, it's a 12-year-old boy's mind. Right. So mind you, let's keep that in. It's a nine-year-old boy missing. They bring her a 12-year-old boy. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then in his mind, when they were like, do you know how much trouble you're going to be in for saying that you're Walter? So the police, what they did was twisted the blame. They were like, well, this isn't our fault. It's this kid's fault, and it's her fault. Like, she went crazy. Had she just been calm? Oh, my God. And if this kid would have been honest instead of saying his name was Walter, and the kid said, I never said my name was Walter. You said my name was Walter. Wow. And all this kid wanted to do was come here and and meet the famous cowboy. And so in a 12-year-old mind, He's like, he doesn't realize he did anything wrong. He just was getting a free ride. Right. (laughs) Plus, he was kind of raised with like... Derelicts. Yeah, I mean, his dad seemed like kind of... Well, I mean, if if he left him there as collateral for... Well, truth. Yeah, yeah. Who fucking does that? Piece of shit. So, I'm trying to see where it says the name of the cowboy, because the name is so classic. You know, I'll get to it when I actually get to this part because I like to skip ahead. (laughs) Anyway, the mom, she went to her son's school. She took this kid to her son's school for the teachers to be like, that's not him. They all wrote like affidavits. Anyway, they said they would all testify. She took him to took this kid 
to the dentist mm-hmm. and he didn't match the dental Okay, that charts. should have been the first thing, right? Yeah, but th- he did no, even after all of this, the police still, they end up putting Christine. So she goes to them with all of this. She's right. like, listen, he's circumcised. He's three inches shorter. He His dental records don't match my son. His teachers don't teachers, even work. Yeah. He I mean, doesn't, he doesn't first know of all, if his own mother didn't recognize mm-hmm. him, at, that should have been the first. Yeah, the very, but, uh, the only. But teacher. all... All the police cared about was Kalina and what they were thinking. Like, they were big heroes for finding this missing boy. And so now they're like, uh-oh, how do we tell the world that we didn't find? They don't They don't want to say that. Right. So they're like, no, no, this is your kid. Shut up. Something's wrong with you. So they hired this doctor to go and tell her she's crazy, basically. And then they... They file some, I forget what they call it, where they hold him for like a certain amount of time. Right. But then they could hold him as long as they wanted. And so they were like, you are crazy. Like there's something wrong with you that you wouldn't recognize your own child. Like how pathetic is that? Right. So. So they're gaslighting her basically. Yes. And you are going to be committed so they put her in this and they're even like do you want to sign this piece of paper it says that this is your like the police haven't done anything wrong Ugh. we're innocent oh they want to be absolved of yes and if she signs that paper she matter. can get out but she's like fuck no that's not my son eat me motherfucker yeah and so they're like guess you're staying here well they have the doctor. So basically, this doctor's paid mm-hmm. to keep these people. And she realizes, like, there's other women in there. So basically, if, you, if you're a woman and you defy a police officer, they're going to put you in. Right. And so... If you're a woman like, and you defy your husband... Probably get put in there, too. Okay. So let me skip. I got I to find my place. I get so excited. Um, okay. LAPD Captain J.J. Jones... Thought Christine was trying to make JJ Jones. JJ Jones. JJ Jones is on the case. Doesn't that sound like a fake name? Yeah. Yeah. JJ Jones. <laughs> Are you trying? Oh, this is what he said. Are you trying to shirk? Shirk. Your... It's a quote. Are you trying to shirk your duty as a mother? Why doesn't that sound right? These jerks. Are you trying to shirk your duty as a mother? Fucker. <laughs> okay anyway (laughs) that's what they you just had to see the face she made when she was (laughs) just very expressive we're not even clinking glasses we didn't toast we didn't even toast it's okay you stay over there. Glass you down. stay over there. I'll stay over yeah. here. I know. We're really abiding. <laughs> we're behaving. We're trying. For the most part. Okay. So on, it was on September 8th. Okay. So March, he disappears. Okay. August, they find the fake. September 8th, 1928. Oh, my God. And when she's... So she's now in the L.A. County General Hospital psych ward. She's beaten she's wow. completely mistreated um yeah because that's what they did back then so it that in the movie that was true that really happened to her that part 
all that yeah because you never know what's like hollywood or what's I, no i actually think they went easy on the movie because when when i was researching it they made it sound much worse oh my gosh yeah that poor woman first know, of all really is sad. she lost her son yeah she loses her son then she ends up pretty much and then they give you stuck short changed her gave her some kid that isn't her oh my god and then gaslight her and then stick her in and right freaking psych ward yeah it's it was disgusting that's all i kept thinking about was oh my god what else and what a strong woman like she just was like and where's my son Really, once you lose your kid, and it was her only kid, what else did she have to lose? Right. That's true. That's kind of where she was. So does she get out? Uh, Yes. So it was that guy, but they don't talk about him on here, like through my research. Or the guy that helped her out. It was the the radio guy, Mm -hmm. the reverend. Uh Uh-huh. He's a reverend. It was the reverend. That helped her get out. And then he later finds this badass. Yeah. Can you? Um, He finds this badass lawyer to go after the LAPD. And they kick some massive ass. The only sad thing is, is the research that I did. Well, first of all, this kid. His, his real name. So the little boy, his real name, they say, is Arthur Hutchins. After Arthur's mother died, I told you that, he ran away with his, um, from his father and stepmother. And he was hitchhiking, 12 years old, hitchhiking around and ended up in a cafe in Illinois. That's not what the movie says. The movie says he's at this at this cafe with his dad and his dad right. like leaves him. So oh, I'm, okay. I I kind of believe that more. But you know, call me gullible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it? I'm I'm almost. Oh oh oh! The cowboy. Uh huh. Okay. It says because he wanted to get to Hollywood to meet cowboy actor Tom mix oh yeah oh and he says he wants to ride on his horse he thought if he met tom mix he would let him ride his horse crazy right yeah on september 13th 1928 christine was released from the psych ward uh captain jj jones was suspended from the lapd reverend gustav breglib yeah Played by John Malkovich in the movie. That would be him. Anyway, the Reverend is the reason for helping her with a lot of this. But so here's the thing. I don't know what's true and what's not. But in the research that I did, it said Captain J.J. Jones was suspended from the LAPD but later reinstated. Oh, of course. Like it was just to humor, to get everybody off their back. Right. And then once it all calmed down, they reinstated him. And then it also said that she won $10,800, but she never saw a dime. Hmm. So for the what, abuse. Did they ever the figure abuse. out what happened to her son? Well, hold on. It's for the abuse she suffered when she was in the thing, right? Okay. But in the movie, they don't share any of that. It actually shows that they all get fired. Like the captain, the chief, they get he gets removed and it's like pure justice or whatever. So I'm not quite sure. I really it probably think, didn't really happen like that. I think that he did get reinstated mm-hmm. because that seems real. 
Meanwhile, the real Walter Collins is still missing. Right. Okay. What was your question? Because so I have did an they answer. find? Did they? Did they ever find her real son? Okay. So well, that brings me to the true crime. So there's two theories. There's the first theory is Walter's. Um, dad is Walter Collins Sr. We'll just call him. Is the father of Walter Collins Jr. He was serving a sentence in Folsom Prison. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This whole time. And he worked in the prison cafeteria. One of his responsibilities was to report inmates for any violations. Because of this, it said Walter Sr. could have made many enemies, and he believed that some fellow inmate might have kidnapped us, his son, Walter, for revenge. Okay. Okay, the second theory. Dun, dun, dun. This is the big one. Okay, the second theory. Yeah. Yeah. Leads us. Add a little uh, to it. <laughs> Leads us to another creepy story. Okay, there's this man who owns a chicken farm. That's that chicken oh, okay. coop thing. That makes sense. His name is Gordon Stewart Northcott. And in it, it used to be called Wine Winesville. No, Wineville. 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 I, I can't talk right now. <laughs> I'm like hooked on fun mix. <laughs> Wineville. Okay. Anyway, the bottom line is it doesn't exist anymore. It the place does exist, but it's not called Wineville anymore because of all of this stuff. So they call it Miraloma, I believe. What is it? Miraloma. Oh, okay. Have you heard of that in California? Miraloma. Yeah. Yeah, probably how you would say it. <laughs> <laughs> I say it, Miraloma. <laughs> yeah, Miraloma Cove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so he was at this Gordon guy. We got to talk about him. He was born in Canada and raised in British Columbia, but moved. Now I have to get to my Wikipedia part. I kind of know his story. This guy's super creepy. Just going to say. Okay. I just want to get the date. I vaguely, right. I vaguely remember. Okay, so he moved to California in 1924. Two years later, at 19, his father purchased this land so that he could have this chicken farm. Okay. Now, there's some stories. Some say. Some say. Some say. Some say that his mom was running the farm with him. This says that his dad was running the farm with him. Hmm. But almost everything I've heard, I've I, this is the only time I heard that his dad was running the farm with him. So, whatever. Okay, okay I'm just going to keep going. Anyway, uh, he asked his father to purchase the plot of land. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear no, that? I did it because you're 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 ladylike when you do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll do this. Pull my finger. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now I lost my place, and it's all your fault. It's your finger. 
<laughs> okay, so it's located in Riverside, California. I meant to say that because a lot of people are, are more familiar with, with River. Riverside. Right. And I know when I lived out there, Riverside was right there. Where he built the chicken ranch. The chicken ranch. Chicken ranch. And a house with the help of both his father and nephew, Sanford Clark. Okay, so everything I heard, except for this, said it was his mom. And then he, um, so they sent for his, and I thought this said it was his cousin, Sanford. Right. And that they sent for him from Canada. And they did not do anything through the legal channels, so he was illegal. And oh. that was part of how things happened the way they did. So um, it is this pretext. It says that Northcott used to bring Clark from Aldworth to the U.S. upon the boy's arrival to the Wineville Ranch. Northcott began to... Okay, so regardless if this is his cousin or his nephew mm -hmm. he used to beat him and mind fuck him and he sexually abused oh, him so, okay yeah. all right i know i was trying to find a better way to say that but there there's was, no way uh in august 1928 at a concern for his welfare clark's 19 year old sister jesse visited him in at the ranch um at that time Clark told her that he feared for his life, hmm. which, yeah. yeah. Well, what was happening, according to this kid, is that Northcott was telling him, like, if you try and leave, I'll kill you. I'll kill your family. Like, he was he was a typical... Um, so, did he bring him down from Canada to pretty much sexually abuse yeah, him? Yeah, to, like, use him. a predator? Well, he needed help. Okay. Right. And I, I think it was, that's why I believe it was the mom that was helping him. Mm -hmm. And they even have pictures of the mom. They don't have pictures of, of the dad on here. They have pictures of, of the mom okay. on all these sites. And she looks freaking wicked too. Like she would, anyway, the story is. She looks like throw mama from the train. She, yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Mama, <laughs> Mom. you've been bad, Mama. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> All right. At that, okay. At that time, Clark told her that he feared for his life. And one night, well, while, while Northcott was asleep, Jesse learned from Clark that he had murdered four boys at his ranch <gasps> and no he had according to all the stuff i read uh -huh. this boy had actually told his sister that he had murdered like 19 or 20 boys oh, wow. and so by the time the police had gotten to this kid like they didn't even believe him when he was like i am telling you because all they cared about was deporting him. Like, you're here, you're here. Because I almost don't even want to finish reading this because this doesn't match anything. But anyway, the story is that the sister then went back to Canada and she called and reported her brother as being there illegal. And mm -hmm. then the police went to investigate. They arrested him and they were going to ship him back. Right. And then he was like, wait, I have to tell you what's going on. Like, he... He's murdering little boys, and I murdered little boys because he said he'd kill me if I didn't. Oh, shit. Okay. Then they show him pictures, and they realize one of those little boys 
was yeah oh my god so that's meanwhile they're torturing the shit out of his mother yes and she's and they could have been looking for him and maybe saved him because he was alive for several days at that he actually got away from they actually found one of the boys that got away Mm -hmm. so nobody really knows he could still be i mean he could have still been alive they could have found him that's but uh, they were too busy trying to their pride egos gaslight his mom yeah and they're thinking some child that's not even hers is hers right yeah and meanwhile there's this guy who's just killing kids he would like stick these kids in the chicken coops Mm -hmm. so they would be they would go drive around go on their hunt and they would go drive around and then they would like collect a kid right so here's this kid his mom went to work he probably did want to go to a movie you know how a nine-year-old little boy would be like my mom said she was going to take take me to the movie right she didn't i'm gonna go to the movie anyway he probably was walking down the street and what they would do is that whole um your mom's been in an accident come on hurry get in we're gonna take you to her and that's what they would do and the cousin being there would make the kids feel comfortable because he's a kid right and so they'd be like i guess it's safe there's another kid in there and they would go and then he'd throw them in a chicken coop and then just he'd sexually assault them and then at his leisure he would take one out and then chop them up and then they would dip them in lime that dissolves them lie oh lie is it lie lie yeah Yeah, lie lime juice and marinate them for a while (laughs) (laughs) no and lie and then when this kid was telling this police officer thank god this police officer listened but when he was telling them they were they he was actually the officer was told i think by the jj guy to not investigate it and he he took um people out there because of course you have to investigate right something like that and that's where they found the bones of all these kids and then the evidence of the lie on the bones right and this kid's story was true yeah so they were able to arrest northcott and then um, here's this woman. She just wants answers. Like, did you kill my kid or did he? is he one of the ones that got away? Right. Because one of the things Northcott was like, but some got away. And she just wants to know if hers got away. Well, he was playing all these head trips with her. So she goes through losing her kid, getting fucked by the police, and now getting head trips by the murderer. Or possible murderer, probably. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she finally is just like, okay, time to move forward, you know? Right. And so, anyway, they, um, this Northcott guy ended up dying by hanging. Good. Yeah. So, he's <sighs> gone. And if you watch the movie, you have nothing for him. You're like, yes. Bye, bitch. He's like, pray for me. You're like, no. <laughs> Watch the movie. But but just remember, like, I actually think the movie has more, like, true points than, like, this is why you have to investigate. Like, you know, my last, <laughs> our last one, that was all about legend says. Right. If legend says, then more than likely it's a campfire right. tale. But this is real shit. And so, of course, as time goes, shit gets told differently. Right. But if you watch 
and you investigate enough, you're going to find similarities. Right. Well, that's what you have to do with a lot of these stories because, you know, the more uh, blogs or websites Mm -hmm. you go to, like, there's like always something that's just a little bit different from the last story. So it's like you have to find all the similarities to put the story together. And I'm sure there could be other podcasts out there or whatever that are going to say it a little different. A la 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 la. Different than mine, but that's how I believe it to be. So, And that's just from the research I did and putting things together. But bottom line is, he dead. Good. The bad God, he's dead. 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 <laughs> dead. Did you like that one? I like it. Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. That's a good story. Thanks. Good story. Good I time. feel bad for the mom. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, they don't really talk about, like, what happened to her, though. Afterwards, like, yeah, what did she go on to do? Like, she just disappeared? Is she still alive? Do you think she's dead by now? 1920s? Yeah, Yeah, probably. probably. She's probably, like, 1909 kind of person. She's probably a young mom. Yeah, she's got to be dead by now. Add insult to injury, like, putting her in the freaking asylum. Torturing her. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready? Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready for my story? Whoa, I might need the light. Uh-uh. All right. So I'm going to share a couple of definitions with you <laughs> before I start. Uh-huh. You good? Mm. Yep. You good? You all settled in? <laughs> yeah, my back hurts like a bitch. Oh, but it's all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> all right. The first one is the power of suggestion. So Merriam-Webster Dictionary says the power of suggestion is the process by which a physical or mental state is influenced by a thought or idea. And then the second definition is that the process by which one thought leads to another, especially through association of ideas. And the second definition I want to share is curse. Great. I know what kind of story you're going to do now (laughs) just by that. A curse is defined as a solemn utterance intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment on someone. All righty. So my story is about a ghost town called Bodie in Northern California. Along the border of Nevada in Northern California, not too far from Yosemite National Park, sits the long-abandoned mining town of Bodie. Bodie. Is this a place that we can go to? Yes, it is. It's also a national park. The town was named after a miner, William S. Bodie, who discovered gold in the area in 1859. But unfortunately... For him, he died the winter after his discovery while making a supply run to Monoville, near present-day Mono City. I don't know where that is. Never getting to see the rise of the town that was named after him. So that sucks. I know. In 1876, the Standard Company discovered a profitable deposit of gold-bearing ore, which transformed Bodie from an isolated mining camp comprising a few prospectors and company employees to a Wild West boomtown. Right when you say prospectors. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Oh my gosh. Boomtown. That is the perfect wine. You had no idea. I, I had no idea. What were you going to say? Sorry. I picture that um, the guy on, is it the guy at the lottery? With the oh yeah. Thing? <laughs> With the little axe. (laughs) The little pickaxe. Yeah. Okay. So by 1879, Bodie had a population of approximately 5,000 to 7,000. That's kind of big. Yeah. And then around 2,000 buildings. So it was a pretty pretty big town. 
Yeah. Some websites say that at some point the population was about 10,000. Over the years, Bodie mines produced gold valued at nearly um, $34 million U.S. Damn. As a bustling gold mining center, Bodie had the amenities of larger towns, including a Wells Fargo Bank, four volunteer fire companies, four. That's a pretty big town for four. That's very big. A brass band. Ooh, what? they had their own brass band. Well, heck. All right. A railroad, miners and mechanics union, several daily newspapers, and a jail. And, get this, they also had about 65 saloons what? that line Main Street. Wait, wait, does this town exist at all? Yes. Today? Yes. What? Yes. But it's uh, a ghost town. So people don't live there? Nope. Except for the rangers, the park rangers. And ghosts? Well, maybe some ghosts. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but no, but it's not an active town? No, because it was kind of like off the beaten path. So, like, once the gold dried up, so yeah, did the people. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, Jerome or all those yeah. other tones. Yeah. Tones? Towns? Tones? tones? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> Towns? Yeah, but except for Jerome is still kind of close to a city and stuff. Right, yeah. Jer- Jerome still has a population. Yeah. Also, like most mining towns, Bodie had its more than its fair share of trouble. Shootouts... Barroom brawls, prostitution, and regular <laughs> stagecoach holdups. Of course. Bodhi also had its own Chinatown, and opium dens were plentiful. I so, think that was more common than people realize. Right. I learned that. Did you watch that Western series? I think you did. What's the name of it? I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, so Bodhi had its own Chinatown, like I was saying, in the opium dens. And then um, when the 1880s rolled around, the town started to go into decline. And other more profitable mines that sprouted up uh, lured the single miners out of Bodhi. So the only ones left were the married miners with children. Um, Bodhi started to become a more family-oriented community, and the mines were still bringing in the money. So there was like a number of churches and... So it it started to become a respectable town. I'm so touched. <laughs> I don't know why and, my nose got so plugged up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Is know that you, happened. Corona? <laughs> I'm so sad. No, it's like the oh, because we have the door. So right, and okay. you got the fan blowing yeah, on you yeah. right now too. Oh, oh. All right, where was I? Okay, so another thing about Is Bodhi, that you, Corona. <laughs> Wait, sidebar. Did you see the thing? Um, It was saying what the new names are going to be. New baby names? Yeah. There's going to be Corona something. And then there was one. um, Oh, is COVID? K-O-V. Oh, my God. No. If people actually name their kids that, there's no hope for humanity. Sick. So I was saying, okay, so another thing about Bodhi is it didn't seem to lack anything but trees. So like the soil around boat all the way oh. around Bodhi was like alkaline. So they had to import like all their wood, yeah. like to make to build all their buildings and stuff. So then by nineteen ten the population was recorded at six hundred and ninety eight people. Holy crap. That's yeah. incredible. Are you cold in here or are you good? No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm good. And those are predominantly families who decided to stay in Bodhi instead of moving on to other prosperous strikes. Bodhi was first described as a ghost town. Wait, hold on. 
So the last mine closed in 1942 due to the War Production Board order shutting down all non-essential gold mines in the United States during World War II. So, and then mining never resumed after the war. So Buddy was first described as a ghost town in 1915, in a time when auto travel was on the rise and many travelers reached Bodie via automobiles. Then, so that brings me to the curse. Oh, it, you go right from it's a ghost town to a curse. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So legend has it that any visitor who dares to take anything, even a rock from this gold rush ghost town oh. isolated beyond the eastern Sierra will be punished. I've heard of places like this. Yeah. Yeah. But So <laughs> it gets a little weird. Okay. All right. So people from all over the place who have act- who had been there, like this was a problem like before it was even a state park. So it became a state park, I think, like in the 1960s sometime. And people would start writing letters and sending stuff back. Like they would take things like a rock or like a nail, rusty nail or like a shoe or whatever. Like they would just take a little souvenir away. Yeah, they found something that they thought was old. Yeah. But shortly after that, stuff started happening. To To them. them. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So it would prompt some people to say write letters like this person that wrote dear Bodie, i'm sorry that i took this piece of metal from the i thought was all a joke but it wasn't at all things are happening that are very hard to explain wait they started writing the town they started sending stuff back and let well because there's (gasps) there's rangers so they're sending it back so there's a ranger station there (laughs) so it's kind of like the doll yeah that What's that doll's name? Robert the Doll. Robert. Yeah. Were they like, oh, Yeah, totally sorry, like Robert the okay, Doll. Okay, 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 okay. All right. You guys did Robert, right? Yeah, we did okay, do okay. Robert the Doll. <laughs> you guys. You Us and guys. Yvette. Me and Yvette. You and Yvette. <laughs> <laughs> so over the decades, the curse of Bodhi has been the subject of rumor, ghost hunter lore, and online chatter, and it promises bad luck, health problems, and even mysterious accidents. Uh, let me see some more letters. Uh, fair warning for anyone that thinks this is just folklore. My life has never been such turmoil. Please take my warning and do not remove even a speck of dust from a letter what? to Bodie in 2002. You know what? I, I'm. This is me. You tell me if you're like me. I'd be like, I just got to see. Right. I mean, how stupid are Test these Test it people? out. Right. I do. I don't know. Because, you know, Isaiah took the tiki from Hawaii. He brought it to my house. <laughs> And shortly thereafter, we have Corona. <laughs> did he? He needs to take the tiki back to Hawaii. <laughs> did, when, was it when he went um, on the surfboard? did he watch Brady Bunch? Yes, that's what I'm just trying to say. <laughs> when he went on the surfboard? And was there a shark chasing him in the ocean? <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I can't believe you said that. Um. That was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was so good. When <laughs> <laughs> he took a tea. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that. All right. So then here's another one. You can have these godforsaken rocks back. I've never had so much rotten luck in my life. Please forgive me for ever 
testing the curse of Bodhi uh, from a letter to Bodhi 2004. And then another one says, please find enclosed one weather beaten old shoe. The shoe was removed from Bodhi during the month of August 1978. My trail of misfortune what? is so long and depressing. It can't be listed here. Letter to Bodhi undated. So what? here's this one. Dear Bodhi spirits, I am sorry. One year ago around the 4th of July, I visited the ghost town. I had been there many times before, but I always followed the regulations about collecting this trip was different. I collected some items here and there and brought them home. I was a visitor again this year and while I was in the museum, I read the letters of others who had collected things and bad luck and had bad luck. I started to think about the car accident, the loss of my job, my continuing what? illness, and the other bad things that have haunted me for the past year since my visit <laughs> and violation. <laughs> I am generally not superstitious, but please well, find and close the collectibles. I oh just couldn't God, live how without. How much did they take? <laughs> and ask the spirits to see my regret. Oh my! This how much did they freaking <laughs> take? This letter was signed one with oh. a very guilty conscience. I guess. And is that it? Is it? Is it their guilty conscience, or is it the power of suggestion? Is it the power of suggestion? I don't know. Okay, here's another one. So sorry for picking these up. I love antiques and being a Christian, I felt so guilty for taking these oh on Monday. <laughs> Not to mention Tuesday, we got a flat tire. My husband hit his head on a rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I'm laughing. But <laughs> uh, that was a letter in 1998. Um, one heartfelt letter from 2017. A young woman blames the rock she took from Bodhi for her. The breakdown of not only her relationship, but her parents' marriage, too. Another writer says she's losing all her loved ones to cancer. Some are mo almost comical. One young correspondent blames getting grounded by his parents on the curse. Oh, no. Another child simply writes, sorry I took the glass pieces. I thought they are pretty. My fish died the day after. Oh, <laughs> You know, is that what I need to do? <laughs> is that what it takes? <laughs> don't say that <laughs> no I know that was terrible 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 so terrible I cannot find this freaking western no you you were not bad land no you were watching it I know you were it was on FX no, okay working along the railroad there was that cute guy if you look up IMDB look up Colmini he's on it it'll pop up on there and then just like find his movies. Okay, so every time when an item is returned, the staff at Bodhi have to treat it for what it is, a stolen object. That means filing a law enforcement report for every single one, no matter how big or how small. So every time they go to the post office, there's always a letter or two. What? Yeah. The problem I mean, is... That, to me, that's kind of cool that they have that, though. Right. But at but the same time. It is kind of a problem because yeah. returning the item isn't as cut and dry as it sounds. When these are picked up and taken from the park, they inst are instantly divorced from their place and context. The minute they're put in someone's pocket, so much of the story they can't tell is lost good, lost for good. Hell on Wills. Hell on Wills. Ah, thanks for remembering that. I just remember. I like that If I can just remember character. an, a character's <laughs> name, then I can figure. He was not the... Good-looking character no, I was no. thinking of. No, no, no. Hell on wheels. 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 <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you doing? All right. So somebody... 
before it became a state park. Yeah. Wrote up and like found a piano. Like so the thing about this is that it is like been left in a, a state of arrested decay. So which means that, you know, they don't fix anything. They don't right. they don't like unless like it's a structural issue or whatever, they do their best not to do anything to this. Yeah, don't touch it. Right. Because, but the other the other okay, hold on. What's making it curse? I'll tell you right now. Okay. I'll tell you right now. So the curse wasn't started long, 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 long ago in the old Western times. That's Apparently, taking things from Bodie was a problem long before it ever became a state park. So some years back, a single park ranger in Bodie, a park ranger, took I it upon himself, say it was like one of the, you know, ancient Chinese secret. No. <laughs> Took it upon himself. Um, he invented this notion that misfortune would be <laughs> ancient Chinese secret. Ancient Chinese secret. Who? Why are your clothes? Why do your clothes smell so good? Ancient, ancient Chinese, Chinese secret. All right. Um, we're, so we're he invented the- this notion that the misfortune would befall anyone who took something from the park, apparently in an attempt to stop the bleeding of artifacts. So is it a real curse or is it a p- the power it's of a suggestion? It's a power of suggestion. Guarantee. All right. So let's t- talk about You're talking this. talking to Carlene and I can be pretty logical about this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, but there are real ghosts that inhabit Bodhi. Well, yeah, I believe that. So I'm going to tell you about a few of those ghosts. Um, both but ghosts, were- don't, ghosts don't give a shit if you take stuff. Tell that to the tiki. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your name is Greg Brady. <laughs> is so, it Greg? Greg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was Greg. So let's talk about the spirits that still inhabit Bodie. Both park workers and visitors have seen lights flash on and off in long deserted buildings. The sounds of distant music and boisterous conversation have been heard um, within the abandoned Bodhi households. Mm-hmm. And people passing by the old mine shaft have sworn that they have heard chains rattling and men grunting within. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> sounds like a good time. There. <laughs> okay. All right, and then there's the J.S. Kane house at the corner of Green and Park Street. It was once the home of a prominent businessman and is supposedly haunted by the ghost of a Chinese woman. Oh. Ancient Chinese secret. Yeah. Oh, why your clothes oh. smell? Wait, <laughs> they say, why do your clothes smell so fresh? <laughs> so maybe a maid who worked for the Canes. Legend had it that Kane had been sleeping with his maid and who happened to be Chinese. <gasps> And his wife found found out about it via town rumors, and she told him to fire her. And this maid ends up hanging herself Aww. that night in their house. So That's she so apparently sad. appeared to the children of caretakers of the park. So this ha- the Bodie house um, rangers actually like stay there in this house, like it's okay. one of the places that they oh my god like, chills stay at while well, they're there taking care of it. Oh my um, god. So the children of caretakers or rangers, um Why would you do that? She appears to, your to kid? them. She appeared to these children in the parks and in this on the second floor bedroom of this house. Um the this ranger's wife stated, uh this is her story. She said I was lying in bed with my husband in the lower bedroom and I felt pressure on me as though someone was on top of me. What? Yeah. Um so she began fighting 
it. I fought so hard I ended up on the floor. It really frightened me. Another ranger that lived there, Gary Walters, had the same experience in the same room, although he saw the door open and felt a presence and then felt suffocation. Whoa. People have also witnessed the apparition of a woman peeking down from the Deschambo house. I hope that's how you say it. And you know what? The Deschambo. I was going to say, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm impressed with your It's a Chinese. pretty long word. <laughs> I don't think it's Chinese. <laughs> I think it might be French. Oh. Sounds French. No, it sounds Chinese. <laughs> and also the sound of children laughing in the Mendocini house. So there was a lot of different people there. Yeah. Rangers have reported of opening of the house up after being closed for a winter and smelling a strong odor of fresh garlic. Mm. Another ranger who lived in the house reported hearing a quiet party going on. He took around, he looked around and even went outside but couldn't find any party going on. <laughs> he was actually looking for the party. He's like, where's the party at? <laughs> Finally, he went back to his bedroom and yelled out, quiet, I have a lot of reading to do. And suddenly the room went quiet. Oh. So at least they listen. They listen. <laughs> Another man visiting Bodhi, the Bodhi Cemetery with his daughter noticed her giggling and apparently playing with an unseen entity. Oh. This is known as the Angel of Bodhi. This oh. Angel of Bodhi, um, she was a three-year-old who died in 1897. She was the daughter of Albert and Fanny Myers. She was killed when she was accidentally hit in the head by a miner's pick. That's terrible. I know. And when I was doing the research, um, there's like actually a, she has a, a headstone and it's in the shape of an angel. It's really cute headstone. Sweet. Um, some, some tourists claim they've seen a woman hovering over some graves knitting contently. (laughs) Okay. Well, they, they sound pretty harmless. Yeah. And she wears a pretty white dress. Not that they would put a Chinese lady. It doesn't sound like they would put a curse on a rusty nail or an old leather shoe. I think it's just the that's just the power of suggestion. Mm -hmm. Um, The Odd Fellows Lodge is also said to be haunted. Many have reported hearing stomping coming from the second floor. Uh, To the right of the Odd Fellows Lodge is. Miners Hall, currently being used as the park's museum, one tourist told a tale where he was standing in front of the museum when he kept hearing a little girl say, Daddy. Aww. He looked around, but there was no one around him. He, an even stranger story is that many have heard a piano play from the museum, even though there's no piano in the museum. The Lucky Boy Mine was the last to be shut down in the town shortly after World War II. There were only about six people left in the town. Wait, did the museum used to be a saloon? Interesting. Uh, No, no, they just said it was... Oh, did it say? Sorry, my bad. The Miner's Hall. It used to be the Miner's Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it probably probably had a piano in it at one time. Yep. Okay. True. Just wanted to know. Uh, the Lucky Boy Mine, the one that was uh, closed down after World War II, there was only about six people left in the town. One night, everyone got together and had a very big party, got real drunk. One man named Ed shot his Native American wife to death. Three oh. of the townspeople were 
outraged and took the law into their own hands and beat the man and threw him into the creek ruins through town and drowned him oh the creek that runs through town sorry two months later the man came back and was seen by the three men waving his fist in anger in the next three months all three men died what mysteriously the third was never found and it's believed that his skeleton is still laying around somewhere around the town waiting to Uh be discovered no 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 so there you have it the story of Bodhi. Uh-uh. Is it cursed? It's definitely know. haunted. It's haunted. It makes me have to go and investigate. Yeah. So How I far got, away is that? Uh, It's on the Nevada border, northern. It's by Yosemite. We can make it. We, yeah, we could. Yeah. We could. Yeah. We'll add that to our long list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So I got this information from the ghost, Ghostly Guys Paranormal page. Um, also, KEQ article by Carly Severn, the ghost town's curse isn't what you think it is. Um, and then investigative files, the curse of Bodhi, legacy of a ghost town, ghosts by Joe Nickel. Hey, did you um, check and see if anybody investigated it? I couldn't find like it. YouTube it. It was funny because I really had to search for the ghost stories because mm-hmm. most of it was about the curse. Um, and I was like looking for like actual ghost stories, which yeah. um, I found when I'm looking at ghost uh, ghost town stuff. It's like really hard to find ghost stories. It is. So. But that could be like a place nobody's gone that me and you can go to. Right. Number one. Number one. <laughs> Maybe that should be our first place. Bodie. Yeah. Because yeah, nobody's gone there. Yep. As soon as it opens back up, because I like looked at their page. Of course, it's closed because of COVID nineteen. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah, interesting. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So good stories. I I, I had think a good so. story. They yeah. were different too. Very different. Not common. Nope. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, they made a movie out of mine, but. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't mean that everybody's done it. Yeah. It it also like I guess it's the coldest like has the coldest winters in California. What? Yeah. Well it, we're like, not going in winter. Yeah. So we're no. definitely not going in winter. That's like Mm-mm. the guy, the Bodhi guy that it's named after. Mm-mm. Accident he actually died during the winter there. Nope. Not going in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's that's my story. I liked it good one damn now i have to like figure out what to do next oh wait i have a uh tiffany gave us a suggestion oh did she did you see it no was when was it well it was on my um oh my facebook page, okay what was it but um hi tiffany hi tiffany you know the the woman and okay the man and the woman that anyway her kids are missing uh-huh you know what i'm talking about no uh i forget their name let me look tiffany's <laughs> smarter than i am okay so they're like they're off in hawaii that's where they live they got extradited back to or she did got back to idaho uh-huh. but they were here her husband ended up dead and was killed by like her brother or somebody 
Really? You didn't hear about it? No. Girl. Oh, my God. We are so doing. Okay, but we need a whole episode for it. Okay. So me and you both just have to do a whole episode. Let's do it. Yeah. Because there's so many twists and turns. There's cult activity. Mm -hmm. Then there's like murder. Right. And then there's kidnapping. And possibly are her kids murdered? We don't know. Because it's ongoing. All right, let's do it. So let me see. Lori. Here, I can't read it. My eyes are blurry. Vallow? Bala? Lori Vallow. Yeah. And Chad Daybell case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I have never. No. Girl, where have you been? All right, well, we're watching ghost stories. Okay, I know. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. Wait. Hey, you know, we went to the drive in. The drive in is open. I love going there. Oh, my God. Me and the kids would go all the time. When so we had, uh, with some friends. So we were social yeah. distancing. They were in their cars. We were in our so car. The, we, so we kind of got to hang out. Yeah, it's open. Oh my god, it's open. I go. Yeah, because you but sit in your own they cars. Have, they're like you can't get out of your car. Yeah. Uh, Take your own stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. we stopped. That's at what we do. Little Caesars <laughs> picked up a pizza and oh, yeah. yeah, we just chilled out in our the back of the truck. It was yeah. great. It was great. We watched Call uh, of the Wild. I love going to the drive. And now it's the perfect weather. Yes. It, oh, my God. It was such a nice night. It was such a nice night. So, How yeah, fun. just letting you guys know, anybody in Phoenix. Go Glendale, to the drive-in. The Glendale, 57th Avenue. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. 57th Glendale, Avenue. Glendale. Glendale 9. So, anyways. Uh, is that, like, the only one that's around? Yeah. That's or is there, the only, like, one in Scottsdale? There used Scottsdale. to be one in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's still open. I don't yeah. think it is. No. Mm-mm. I think the Glendale Nine is I mean, the me all and we my got. Kids would go all the time because that's what I could afford. Right. Well, not only that, but you know. And then, yeah. Kids are kids. Mm-hmm. When they my kids were it. young, it was nice to just go watch a movie, and they could just kind of run around, run around, and the drive-in within is such reason. A huge deal to them. Like, yeah. Oh my god, we're watching a movie outside. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what we we would buy food and then go to the drive-in. We love doing that. My kids love the drive-in still. Yeah. It's funny. I haven't gone. I haven't gone in so long. When I was a kid, I hated the drive-in. Really? I hated the drive-in. I wanted to go watch a fancy movie oh. in a fancy theater. But my It's so funny the things that my kids love mm-hmm. that I hated. Because to them, it's a novelty. Mm-hmm. To me, it was... Uh oh god where was this driving at? it was like i think it was on 51st avenue in indian school it was not too far from the woolworths mm. down there and they used to have mexican movies oh <laughs> i think it was, that was the one i don't know maybe it was yeah. another one but yeah we used to go watch mexican movies i'm sorry in spanish yeah yeah i mean as a kid I, I mean, I grew up with friends that didn't even like to go to Mexican church because it was all in Spanish. <laughs> I do remember there was a swing set we used to go hang out on. There's one at that drive-in. Really? A swing set outside. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. My kids would always. Oh, oh yeah. By yeah, the yes. concessions. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the thing is, the con- of course, the concessions are closed. Mm-hmm. And if you have to go to the bathroom... It's like only you better a few go people. outside your car. No, there's only a few people out in at a time. <laughs> I try so not monitored. to go to that bathroom. Yeah, I know it is so. There's like roaches and stuff in there. It's gross. But if you gotta go, you gotta go. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's sketchy. It's gross. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's fun to yeah. watch a movie outside. It is fun. 
It is fun, you know. Yeah. Well, we have the truck, so we we're like in the back in the bed of the truck. Yeah. So we had we had the open sky above us. So oh no, we cool. there were times that like once I bought a different what was it my van was great because we could just open it up and sit in the van. Right. But, but once I got the Impala, we couldn't do that, so we had to get chairs and sit outside. Right. And then. All I'm thinking about, like, the kids are laying on a blanket on the ground. And I'm like, there's fucking giant sewer roaches crawling around on the ground. Oh. Uh, yeah. You, you try not to think about those things. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. So it's, you're much more comfortable when you're inside your vehicle. Right. It was a really nice night. It was a good night. And it felt really good to get out of the house because, like, I was little, like I told you, I was going stir crazy last week. Well, if you need to get out of your house, go to the drive-in. Yeah. So it felt good to even come over here and do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it felt good to have, like, a another, well, like, you know, somebody who's not messing up my house and Another human being, <laughs> another human being besides your children. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's our show tonight. All right. That's our podcast. Woot woot. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thanks for uh, putting up with the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did our best. All right, guys. Have a good night. I'm Alma. I'm Carly. Good night. Good night. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Tipsy Tales. Music by Jesse Biscata, artwork by Sergio Hernandez. And if you're listening on iTunes, please don't forget to rate and review. Thanks.